passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show on Pittsburgh Baseball Now. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Tyler. Tyler, Pirates lose 8-2 today against the Philadelphia Phillies. Clean yep. sweep in the four-game series in Pittsburgh. Let's talk. Do we have to? We have to. We're obligated. <laughs> Not really, but... <laughs> I'll oh, put it this my way. God. I have to for my own personal cleansing right now. I need to get this off my chest. Just get it off your chest. Go ahead. Because I don't well, have my... Let here's where my here's where I'm at right now. Is it Tuesday yet? Not yet. Not yet. But it's because I, I I'm six tired o'clock. We have we're we are forty seven hours away from where we need to be mentally right now. You and I. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm done. I don't want to watch them right now. Let's talk about the game. We got a lot to talk about. Do it. And it doesn't really deal with the game. But let's <laughs> talk about the game. JT Brubaker takes the mound today. Now, mind you, JT Brubaker, much how we're talking about Mitch Keller last night. JT Brubaker has looked pretty good. This is a pitcher you would want to watch, right? I mean, that, going into this, the Nola-Brubaker matchup, yeah. Semi-intriguing. We know Aaron Nola is good. Brubaker has pitched better. So let's see what happens. Well, Brubaker didn't really pitch that well today. Uh, he got lit up. They were hitting yeah. him right and left. Eight hits with exit velocities over 100 miles an hour today. He only lasts 4.1 innings, 12 hits in total, seven earned runs, one being a homer, which again, the home runs have come down quite a bit, and then four strikeouts. Um, tie tie. He just got beat around. Like the Phillies do have a tough lineup. You got to give him credit for that. Um, he he really just couldn't miss a barrel today, and it probably could have been worse if he started walking people. Thankfully, he didn't do that. The strikeouts were still there. He was getting swings and misses, but when they make contact, it was a barrel. Yeah, I'll put it this way: the curveball looked good. Yeah. But he wasn't missing anything with his two-seamer, which, again, like the two-seamer has led to a lot of his success, you mm -hmm. know. But 
they they were lighting that thing up all day. Yeah, I mean it it, it happens. Like it was one of those days that the team just had his number. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like down on Brew Baker right now because of it. Uh, I still think there's something there with him. I think he found something, but today just was not his day. Yeah, that's really the best way to put it. I know a lot of this is, and I'm not even over, overreacting. I'm not even here touting this is like a bad. Well, I mean it was a bad start, but like I'm me being down on Brew Baker. I'm just down in general <laughs> right now. Yeah. But I mean, every good pitcher has their off day. <laughs> And it's not here to say that Brubaker's a good pitcher, but I mean, even the good pitchers have a day like this. He has been very, very good. Um, again, since incorporating that two-seamer for quite some time now, this was just a bad a bad day for him against a good lineup, like you said, which, by the way, Alec Bohm had four hits today. <laughs> like, no one could yeah. stop him. And that's Nick a lineup Castellanos had four hits today, and then Romuto had three. And that lineup doesn't have Bryce Harper in it right now. Very true. I mean, they're a tough they and do. not to mention. I know the Pirates' bats are not good. We're all fully aware. Aaron Nola looked really good today. Oh yeah, and he that, has he's had a really good season this year. His fastball at ninety three, man, that gets on you quick. You can tell that on TV. Yeah, he, he just looked really sharp today. Everything added up for this to just not be a good day. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> it really did. And I guess if we're talking about adding up, right? I mean, before the game even started, Cabrian Hayes was in the lineup, and then he wasn't. He was scratched, knee discomfort, pretty much coming back from last night, the throw from Chavis. Seemed like he was kind of awkward after that. I mean, he stayed in the game. No, no Thought nothing hurt, right? And then with the announcement today, He's out of lineup. Um, I don't foresee that being anything long term. Hopefully, of course, especially since he was scheduled to be in the, the lineup to begin with. I'm gonna be. He might need a few days off, just in general. I mean, a few days is what we've witnessed this year. A few days, yeah. I'm okay with. Yeah, I, I'd be okay giving him some time here. He's he's really out of whack at the plate. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay just letting him sit for a little bit. That's actually not a good take on it as well. Maybe no one wants to get hurt, and I don't want anyone to get hurt, but maybe it's a little bit of a blessing. You know, just mentally just get away for a little bit. Yeah. This is your imposed couple days off. We got Josh Vamir that can fill in. Everything's fine. That's (laughs) what I was getting to. That's what set the tone. So we had to see Josh Vamir and Yoshi Susugo in the lineup the same time, (laughs) back-to-back. Uh, and that's where I was like, oh, damn it. I mean, hey, Brian Reynolds comes back from paternity leave. Yeah, He's batting second. You know what? For what it is, take it for what it is, right, this Pirates lineup, we're off to a good start. Like, thankfully, thankfully, there's some competency. And then yeah. out goes Hayes, in comes Van Meter, and everything just switched. And I put Cal Mitchell in the two-hole, which, by the way, Cal Mitchell had a good game today. But it puts Cal Mitchell in the two-hole, and I'm just like, oh, God, here we go. I was happy for a second. <laughs> You took yeah. it away from me. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I feel like we can go down this lineup rabbit hole every day, and I think everyone's tired of us whining about it. And I'm tired of whining about it, but I'm also tired of it being a complaint. Right. Fix it. I'm with you on all sides of that. We don't have to whine about it. Like maybe you don't hit Bly Madras ahead of O'Neill Cruz. I don't. I don't want to have to complain about this. 
And I don't want to take us on this rabbit hole, but right, it's just my daily complaint. Yes, yes, I'm with you, and I get it, and I understand it. And again, that's just where the complaints come with. You know, the lineup has Yoshi, who now has nine hits in the month of July from head today. I mean, Yoshi is what he is. He stinks, mm-hmm. but like the whole Josh Bamier thing. I mean, he has three hits in July. Three hits. Kevin yeah. Newman got three hits in 90 minutes today. Josh Van Meter has three hits in a month of July. And this week we've seen him lead off. We've seen him in the two hole. Again, like that's just what bothers me. It's just the, the like self-imposed futility of this team is just what bothers me so much. We understand it's not a good team. We understand in the rebuild process. We understand it is a process, but to make things worse than what they even need to be is what's so frustrating. Just so, so frustrating. Three hits in July. Tyler. Three hits in the month of July. And Yankees want to get rid of Joey Gallo as the worst baseball player in the entire world. <laughs> Imagine having Josh Van Eater on your team. They would. You imagine a Yankee fan having to watch this team. Like, if the Pirates and the Yankees just switch plays. The Yankees fans can't even watch the Yankees play. <laughs> the guy who just hit his 42nd home run, 200th of his career yesterday, and they can't even watch the Yankees play. Mind you, people watch the Pirates. And then <laughs> they don't want to watch now come on here to talk to us, talk about the Pirates. So we're just a crazy breed. Yankees fans don't want to watch the Yankees, even though they got a player that's on pace for 66 home runs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But again, so back to the game. Yes, JT Brubaker off game. That's pretty much where I'm at as well. Yeah. I'm very encouraged by JT Brubaker still. <clears throat> Let's still finish out the season, still see how it plays out, but I'm not going to overreact to this one start by any means. Yep. Play with you on him. So, how about the guy that came in, Dylan Peters? He's a body. 1.2 innings pitched. He gives up an earned run, four hits. So four of his last five games since returning from the IL, he's given up a run. He's pitched 12 innings. He's given up nine earned runs off of 18 hits. Again, going back to the good bullpen, going back to Dylan Peters being part of that, there's a lot of things that made you look at Dylan Peters and say these numbers don't match up. Maybe he's not actually good. ERA up to a 4.91 still has not been looking good for for Dylan Peters. Yeah, he's the guy that comes in the game. You're like, eh, this one's over. <clears throat> he just doesn't he does nothing for me. He doesn't miss bats. There's nothing about his stuff that makes you think he's going to be a good major league reliever. Mm-hmm. He's just a he's a body the change to up, eat innings right the now. The changeup has been good, and that's the thing that kind of got me on to him last year. Not to say he's gonna be a good pitcher, but I was intrigued with the changeup last year. So again, but, but you're right. I mean, overall the body of work, I'm not that intrigued by him anymore. Yeah. He's just, he's a body for me. If he was gone tomorrow, I'd forget he was on the team within three days. (laughs) He's going to be true. Like he's going to be one of those forgotten pirates. Remember that? There's a Twitter account, isn't it? The forgotten pirates. Yeah, he'll be on there like next week. There's a lot of guys on this team that are going to be forgotten pirates. And Dylan Peters will be a forgotten pirate because he's not bad enough for me to complain about all the time. That's a good point. 
that's a good point. Like 10 years from now, you're not going to like, we'll be talking about Josh Bameter for years to come. Yeah. Like we talk about the Ronnie Cedeno's and such, right? They're just that bad that you always talk about, but you forget about the other guys that are just bad enough. That's a good yeah. point. We won't be talking about Dylan Peters for forever. He's just a guy. Anthony just brings up a great point. Problem with Dylan Peters is that there are just too many Dylan Peters on this team. My bad. Good Lord. Let's <laughs> figure this out here, Leonardo. <laughs> I'll do it. There we go. We keep trying to bring up the comment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, he's exactly right. There are just too many on this team. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> We're too in sync today on the show. That's what's going on. In sync, but not JT. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this this boy band's got too many Dylan Peters in it as well. All right. Um yeah, so so Dylan Peters again, just kind of a guy. I mean, he, he didn't do the job today. He's been doing what he's been doing at the IL, of course, and things ain't catching up to him. I don't trust Dylan Peters. I don't know if he'll get moved again. We talked about I mean, I could see a team potentially just getting him for whatever reason, just solely on the fact that, again, going back to Austin um, Davis last year. But let's move on to the next guy who came in because I don't know. This is more, I'm not going to say controversial, but a guy to talk about, Tyler Beatty. Mm-hmm. He came in three innings, finished the job. Uh, I mean, at that point, the Phillies had a generous enough lead. Uh, but three innings pitched, two hits, one strikeout, no walks. His ERA on the season is down to a 312. With the Pirates, I know it's better than that. I didn't calculate with these three innings now um, as a relief pitcher. But I think it's like 313, I, somewhere around there, maybe. Um, well, it's a 312 now. It's got to be like oh, okay. No, you're Pirates. right. Then. I'm sorry I didn't look. <laughs> no, no, you're good because thought, with yeah, go ahead. You're fine. No, I was gonna say with the Pirates alone before coming into this game as a 2.93, and that was in 27.2. So now he'll be at 31.2 or 30.2. So it's definitely mm-hmm. lower. But again, this is a guy that we've kind of poo-pooed on a bit. You know, I'm not too intrigued <laughs> mainly by mainly Jim. Mainly Jim, but Still the same with me. I don't really truly believe yeah, in Tyler I mean, Beatty. Jim, Jim told his dad that he sucks. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, his dad said he was Clay Holmes, and there's nothing yeah. similar in the two. But regardless, so Tyler Beatty has been successful since coming to the Pirates in this bullpen. Again, he's still kind of it doesn't strike out guys. He walks a little more in that sense. I just, I don't know if I truly believe in him, but he's doing the job. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with him too. Um, I think he's definitely earned his way onto a roster spot next year. <clears throat> as long as this continues so far. Yeah. Um, but he's also a guy that I could see being one of the first ones off the team. He just doesn't, there's nothing there from what we've seen that makes you think this guy could be a back-end reliever. That's totally fair. And the thing is, even on good teams, you need those other guys. And yeah. He could be a, one of those other guys. Those other guys are just, kind of are, unsure. Those other guys are also the ones that get gone real quick. That's true. And just relievers in general. Um, but again, 
been kind of sour on Tyler Beatty, but he's he's been earning his keep, and that's kind of where I'll put at right now. I think I think we're both on the same page. We want to see how this year plays out to kind of make a you know a big opinion on him in that sense. But kudos to him, and today was a big outing. Again, this is the same good offense that you know JT Brubaker and Dylan Peters faced that got lit up, and he shut them down. So kudos to Tyler Beatty for doing so. It was also the last three innings of the game when never nobody wanted to play anymore. I know it he was, was pitching. He was pitching in a spot that a position player usually would. <laughs> but at the same sense. The Phillies do have Yuris Familia, so no lead is safe. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Just, there you go. Yeah, he he's a guy. There's a lot of guys. There is. There's two right here that. Yeah. Maybe one that could do it. I mean, um. So the pitching, yeah, wasn't good. Good lineup. Let's talk about the Pirates lineup. Now, granted, I mean they had nine hits today. Only nine strikeouts. I say that half facetiously, but that's like a tremendous improvement over what the series has brought. So they kind of showed up today. And again, like credit to Kevin Newman. Kevin Newman had three hits today. He was three for three at one point. He went three for five overall. His batting average since returning from the IL is at a 306. He, I mean, for the season, like he's an above average hitter right now. Kevin Newman, man. I mean, I don't know. He's, he's, I, I wish he didn't get injured because we'd have more sample size to like really see what 2020 Kevin Newman is. But he's, he's doing like 2019 Kevin Newman things where he's not really good, but he's collecting hits. It's to, for more of a larger sample, he's basically Adam Frazier right now. He's just collecting hits, but none of them are really like impressive. It's probably not sustainable. He's got like a 400 Babbitt since coming back. So that that's true. I mean, he, that, that is true. But expect, again, he's his expected he's WOBA is like 280, which is very bad. I'm talking yes. like a Kardashian in that. Everything I say is like a question. <laughs> well, that's that's <laughs> legit because I'm questioning everything about Kevin Newman right now. This is that late night infomercial show, right? <laughs> Remember Kevin Newman? Forget everything you knew about Kevin Newman <laughs> because he was terrible. He's potentially being DFA from this team because no one's going to trade for him. Kevin Newman's done. He's gone. And now we're talking of, well, maybe we should hang on to Kevin Newman and not even not even trade him if there's something there. Two months ago, whatever you want to give me for Kevin Newman, I'm taking it. And now I think we're in a clear debate of maybe we should hang on to him. I think there are way too many bad players on this team to just let Kevin Newman go away. And that's part of Unless it. Unless somebody wants to actually give you something worth a damn. And but if does. nope, I'm not just, I'm okay hanging on to him because nobody's going to give anything up. There's a lot of very bad baseball players on this team. And worst case scenario, you can probably put him into a super utility role next year. And then if he's bad, who cares? Cut him. I think that's, again, like where I'm at. And we've discussed this a little bit. You're not going to get much for him because I don't think anyone's going to hype, like buy into this hype right now of this is Kevin Newman. So here's something really worth substantial in a package. And it's just like, like you said, like 
as bad as the play's been, he's been the best hitter on the Pirates. I mean, yeah, best like case scenario, now. he has an Adam Frazier last year type of year. And that could happen. It, it definitely can happen. I mean, we've seen it from him before. And maybe you can get a better package than what you got from Adam Frazier because Ben Sherrington just traded it for a bag of baseballs. But, and with that said, again, thinking of where we were just a few weeks ago, yeah. really, not even months, could you imagine getting another Jack Sawinski out of Kevin Newman? I keep forgetting Sawinski was in that trade. I know, I know. I, I, I just, he so really I pair is. all the ball. Marcano is tearing today. up AAA right now. I just like lump the entire like Padres haul together for Musgrove and Frazier and just think of all the very bad parts. And I forget about the Jack Sawinskis of the world. And Bednar. Right. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But again, I just feel, I think it's with you too, like what you're saying. It's it's a lot less of Kevin Newman and a lot more that this team's just so bad that you're not going to get much from him anyways. He does have some more years of control. I'm not saying Kevin Newman's back. It's just the timing of this is like right for the deadline. He might actually have some trade interest. But he's the best hitter on this terrible team. And if it's for literally nothing, maybe just hang on to him. Hope that this does like turn into something. And maybe he's an off-season trade that you can capitalize a little bit more. Because to me, it's worth the risk. You're getting virtually nothing right now. It's worth the risk hanging on to him, seeing if he can build up some maybe value and then trading him again. Or, of course, and, keeping him. I mean, the, there are some complications with it. There are definitely some middle infielders right now that I think we'd like to see. So hanging on to him might be detrimental to that. <clears throat> um, so let's talk about that, though. Complications. So one of them, though, is, is Bay. Mm-hmm. Bay's injured. And there was talk today of they hope he comes back this season. I don't know how to really take that. I don't think – I don't know if it's something where it's, like, indicative that he could be out all season or they're just kind of saying that, and he'll probably be back in a few weeks. But like, if Bay's out of the picture because of an injury, that's one less player adding onto this roster to give at bats to. And I think you definitely need to see Mark Cano again. Yes, I agree. Um, good lord, top of my head, they're all just disappearing. <laughs> well, there's Diego Castillo who got sent down to the AAA squad today again. By the way, I mean, I would be, see Tom back up. Yeah, but I'd be okay seeing. Newman over Castillo right now. I'd rather Castillo just get regular at some triple A. Same. I'm not giving up on him. I just want to let him get consistent at bats. So Anthony, just I'm going to click it. Don't click it. Told us to delete this whenever we're begging for Newman to get DFA'd. <laughs> My opinion on this entire situation is very fluid. We don't know what Kevin Newman is. Because we've seen very, very bad Kevin Newman, and we've seen like a competent major leaguer. If you can get somewhat of that competent major leaguer on a team that has absolutely nothing, I'll I'll take that risk. And then if I'm begging for him to get DFA'd in a few weeks, I want him DFA'd. But right now, I'm okay seeing a little bit more. That's just where I'm at. And it, again, it all comes down to because of the trade value. If if you're gonna get something like a real return, then do it, though. Like that's kind of where I'm at. Then like do it. But you're just not. You're going to get a huge either 
like a huge risk of a low A guy, like even more substantial, like what Oh No Cruz even was. I mean, you're getting someone's, you're getting like a, uh, like outside so, the top 30. So, what if you got offered a Vogelbach type deal? A middle reliever? Say Basically, like a, another Holderman? Yeah. Say you got huge offered that w for kind me. of deal. I'm I would take right that now. deal. Yeah, I take that deal. Absolutely. But I think that's too much. I don't know. Do you think teams are willing to offer a Holderman right now for Kevin Newman? If they were, I'd. Thing is, Kevin Newman does have a track record of being able to hit a baseball. It just hasn't been lately. Many years ago. <laughs> yeah. And he can play a very good shortstop. Yes. Yes. So. If there are, I, I don't know if someone were to offer that, I would take it. But that's also a deal that you could probably get burned on, because Newman could turn into a two eighty hitter with yeah, you absolutely great can. defense. And <laughs> I'm I'm talking myself into Kevin Newman, and I don't like it. I know, same. I think I've got to pump I'll, the brakes here. I, I don't like Kevin Newman. I, I would do it for, and I, I'm with you, and I, that's why I think like a Holderman, I would do it for. But I think you probably would get less. And for less, I would just kind of hang on to him because that's probably not going to do much as far as like your future for the club that you're going to get in return. So I would take the risk of hope. Let me bank on hope that Kevin Newman maybe does this the rest of the year. And then you can take this into the offseason and, uh, and flip him. <laughs> Check out that site, guys. No. <laughs> Sponsored by. <laughs> How about Bucko Mike? Would you take international money for him? Yes. I don't think I would. Well, I guess it kind of depends, but I guess it depends. I don't know if there'd be enough. You know, I was thinking like Mariznick at like $500,000. That makes sense. I think I would value, I don't know if I'd value Kevin Newman more. But, anyways, I don't know. I think it would just depend on how much. Trust your gut. My gut's full of beer and it just sways any direction. Right. Now, my gut is still saying he's bad, but again, it just comes down to return. Yeah, if it's if it's just at the point where it's so low again, just there's no there's no reason to. It's not going to make a difference. Just hang on to him and hope and pray. You know what? I will hang on to him if it means I have to see less of Josh Van Meter. So hopefully, forty seven hours, forty five minutes, that will come true. Right. But anyways, so back to the game. So we said Kevin Newman had three hits. Shout out, kudos to him. He's playing fantastic right now. Uh, also mentioned Cal Mitchell had two hits today. He had a nice offensive game in the two-hole. I mean, he's been better since coming back the second sit in he, the majors. He's been better than better. Yeah. He's been pretty good. He has. Coming into the day, he had a 116 way to run runs created plus since being called back up. The strikeout rate's been a lot better, I think. I think it's around 20%. The walk rate's still where it's probably going to be forever like that five to seven ish. Mm-hmm. Um, he's hitting the, he's hitting the ball. Well, he is. And again, like two home runs in the past week, like um, that past. I mean, he's had two home runs in four games. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with him. He's it's a very small sample size, but I'll, I'll see him in the lineup. I'll be happy to see him in the lineup a little bit more until I sour on him like I do everyone else. This is the year. 
you, you figure things out. You're seeing what you have. It's good for the players. It's developmental, you know, at bats for them, right? They're seeing major league pitching. They're developing. You're seeing them. You're planning out for next year because, again, as we're touting, I mean, next year has to be an improvement. So yeah. this year you have to see what these guys have, and that's why you would, yeah, I'm okay. Even if he stinks, I learned he stinks. I don't need exactly. to learn that Josh Bameter stinks. We know he stinks. We know Yoshi stinks. So get him out of here. Find out if the next guy stinks or not. But so far, Cal Mitchell really hasn't stunk this last, his, uh second stint in the majors. And right, good for him. He had another big game today. So again, those two hits, he looked pretty good at the plate. Um, and outside of that, the offense was, you know, bad. Yeah, <laughs> it really, again, they had nine hits today. Five of them came from Newman and, and Mitchell. Uh, but Gamble did have a hit. O'Neill Cruz did have a hit in his last at-bat, uh, which ended up being a run because Yoshi Suzuka also apparently had a hit. That's how bad Familia is. He walked Van Meter, and he gave up a hit to Yoshi. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry, bad. Phillies fans, that you have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't walk Josh Van Meter ever. <laughs> there's some wild pitches I, I mean that one I think was like 7 feet off, off the plate so I'm if we're in the trust tree here I shut that game off I did not watch the ninth inning that's fine I did not want to watch the ninth inning Familia did familiar things he imploded yeah, I assume so but, but then they got out of it I turned it back on and watched Didi Gregorius make a play that Bob Walk and Greg Brown lost their minds over but I mean he should have just made the play normal I, I guess the thing is, so I add mean, to Kevin it, right? Newman the hits illusion, the ball so Kevin hard. Kevin scorched it. <laughs> I mean, he scorched it and then got robbed off it. Yes, it was a good play. But, of course, I think it added to it because it was Kevin Newman, and he just yeah, he, scorched he, it. He, he hits the ball harder than O'Neill Cruz. Yes. When O'Neill Cruz actually hits the ball. Right. Which has not happened as often as we hope. No, it has not. Um. So, yeah, so the game in itself actually wasn't as bad as it was. Like, the game in itself wasn't as terrible, just how I felt, just the state of the organization and so many things right now that's just so frustrating. Because, yeah. again, there's no reason that Josh Bameter and Yoshi Susugo should even be on this team right now. Absolutely zero at this point in time. Like, I don't even care waiting for the trade deadline and such. There's no point of being on the team, let alone – getting starts and at bats. Yeah. I mean, you're not showcasing them for anyone. No. Nobody wants these guys. Yoshi came I mean, back here on a cheap deal because nobody wanted him. We wanted him because we was, just didn't want to get burned again. I was absolutely okay and fine with that. It was a, yeah. a, another example of it. Like, um, for $4 million, let's take the risk and find out if there is something. Guess yeah. what? There found is. found out. There's nothing not. And guess what? You should have got rid of him two months ago. Maybe not two, but you know what I mean. Yeah. After his injury, you, you should have gave him like two weeks. We're done. See ya. I was a little soft on Yoshi just for the fact that but it's around the time he was he got injured was about the time I was leaning towards let's get rid of him. So when he got injured. He came back. All right, let's give you a little bit of extension. But he's shown, I mean, very quickly since that point of time. There's nothing. So, and here we are today. 
He's got a what a 37 way to run create plus now. <laughs> Your designated hitter. His, I he's think got I could one do that. assignment. One assignment, and that's to hit. And as I stated here on the tweet today, Jack Sawinski is the epitome of a league average hitter. He's at a 100 way to runs created plus. Because of his struggles, he's in triple A. Yeah, because well. of his struggles, he's in triple A. And well, Yoshi Tsutsugo is 67% worse than him right now. I'm, and he's on I, the roster. Denardo, I'm convinced I could walk onto that team right now, not swinging a single pitch and have a 37 weighted run created plus. I will walk enough for that. <laughs> there you go. If I don't swing a bat, I feel like I could at least do that. Right. I'm with you. Yeah, see, Rosati could do a 37 way to run create plus. We're also talking about a team that's talk that is already mapping out that Ronzi will be back in September. What the <sighs> hell we, are we doing here? Do we have to get into that right now? <laughs> we don't, There's too much like, on my what, plate. <laughs> what the hell are we doing here, dude? Remember whatever <laughs> he got sent down and everybody's yelling at us. Oh, it's not a money move. They, they just got him manage his innings. He'll be down. He'll be back after the All Star break. Well, now we're looking at September because they gotta yep. build him back up. Yep. Though you gotta eat service time. And I think Ethan put it out there. I think August tenth. August tenth. Yep. Is your super two date? Just shut him down early if that's what you were gonna do. Then he accrues service time. I know. Just shut him down early. Maybe do something right for a player for once in your organizational career. Right, 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 right. Well, that ain't happening because. God forbid they spend an extra $3 million in his last year of arbitration. Yeah. So anyways, and I guess for those that don't truly know that are listening to this right now, right? It was, I mean, they came out and basically said how the, there is no map for his return. Um, but they want to get him ready and make sure he's pitching in September. So he pitched today very effectively. I think, what, three innings, one earned, five Ks for Indy? Thank God he's Couldn't in Indy. do that in Pittsburgh. Nah. It's illegal to pitch in the majors. I mean, you if you were, you really want to manage his innings, keep him in the major leagues put him in the bullpen. Because you're throwing a bunch of dog shit out there. Dude, with, uh, you were such you a proponent, like, the Brewers. I mean, how they do that often, like Corbin Burns. I mean, they go in the bullpen. After that, you go into like the rotation. I yeah, mean, you're at right. They could have done that the whole year, actually. Or most they get those guys get paid major league salaries. <laughs> yes, they do. You think those guys enjoy being with the Brewers more because they're not riding a bus from right. Indy to Columbus? It's worked for them as well. They've developed some good pitching. Weird. Yeah. So, um. Anyways, it's been thirty-five minutes again, Tyler. <laughs> it's been another terrible game, and here we are. Do Just we want to get out of here? Deadline. Yeah, I'm done. I hate the steam. Forty-seven and a half hours. The trade deadline happens. Who's gonna go? Who's not? We'll find out. Um. Again, though, Charrington says there'll be a complete roster overhaul. I pray that means no more of the guys we just mentioned. And one that we didn't, which is Greg Allen. Um, oh, God. 
forgot he existed. But but let's find out. So hey, tomorrow. The Pirates do play tomorrow. I need to start checking these. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't play tomorrow. Well, I mean, we might be on anyhow. It's the day before the deadline. If something happens, I I'm didn't sure realize we'll be tomorrow on. was an off day. I, I didn't either. But... So the Pirates don't well, play tomorrow. So Ben Charrington better be pretty busy on the phone. And like which, you said, we might have a show regardless because of a trade here or there. But um, I guess with that said, that means that they'll be playing on Tuesday against the Brewers, right? At 7.05. And the deadline's at 6. So we could be on before the game and after on Tuesday. We'll find out what happens. So uh, I guess if you don't see us tomorrow, you'll see us again on Tuesday. Thank you guys for watching. Bye-bye. Peace out, Girl Scouts.